and welcome to TV Times 3, episode 287. Episode, we've got a couple of news items, and then we'll be talking about the series finale of Melissa and Joey, the fourth season finale of Baby Daddy, the first season finale of Killjoys, the second summer premiere of Young and Hungry, and the series premiere of Fear the Walking Dead. Plus some TV recommendations at the end. You can find the full show notes with start times for each segment at tvtimes3.com slash 287. I'm Amory from mytakeontv.com. I'm Jason the TVaholic from tvaholic.com. And I'm Ray. And she's Ray. Hello, everybody. Hi. Hi. And welcome to <laughs> TV Times 3. <laughs> oh, my God. I, for those of you just tuning in, uh, everybody's just tuning in, but for those of you... Um, <laughs> yeah, we're, uh, <laughs> spoiler alert, we're, we're not. Like a, we're like a minute in, <laughs> so I, I... Heat exhaustion. So we'll go, light, we'll go easy on her. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> news abc has concluded the first series of the astronaut wives club that they had planned to end after one season yeah was <laughs> it canceled just not going anywhere because the astronaut wives club they finished talking about them at the end of the series i saw the story that was put out that it was canceled and then you see the creator of the series was like well we kind of told a beginning middle and an end and never really envisioned it as more than a mini series so so i'm not sure where else it would have gone but it, not canceled. It's done. And ISC has renewed documentary now for a second and third season. I watched the first episode and I thought it was hilarious. So I'm glad to see that it's going to be back. I mean, it's already on. I mean, episode two hasn't even aired yet. Well, they, yeah, they picked it up for two more seasons before they even aired the first season. Or the first, I think you just want to be episode. in the, uh, they love them some Fred Armisen. And it's not a bad idea to be in the Bill Hader, Seth Meyers business. So that's that. That's our news. That was quick news. I'm sure there's other stuff out there, but prime time. Now, it's been a long time coming for this show because we haven't talked about it in a while because it's been over for a couple weeks. <laughs> it's been a long time coming because we haven't talked about it in a while. Um, season, okay, let me say the name of the show. Melissa and Jesse, <laughs> season four, episode 22, Double Happiness. I just feel that they should have gotten a bigger send-off than a half an hour series finale they had plenty of time they knew it was ending like in january maybe even before that i just feel like it rushed and rushed and rushed and then all of a sudden it was over and do you think my cousin's gonna get work anymore i don't know what is everybody else's thoughts about my cousin's show melissa and joey well first of all i cried (laughs) i mean i did but still I know. I was just a little surprised by how much I cried. <laughs> I was obviously having an emotional day <laughs> when I watched. I maybe agree with you about it could have been longer, except that also the episodes leading up to it kind of sucked. So sure. I feel like they could have used those a little better. <laughs> well, maybe they could have used one of those as well, true. They a doubling up of the... Do like a reflecting on the past clip episode. Where they played that dating game? Yeah, that was, I have to say, that was my favorite of, we're coming to an end. We only have, you know, this many episodes. We know we're ending at this point, but we're so out of ideas. Then we're just going to waste them on the show. <laughs> we're going to, we're going to film four minutes of new stuff and put it around. Was Ryder gone of old long stuff? enough to be as great at Navy things as he seems to be? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't feel like he was. I feel like he was <laughs> gone for just a few minutes and then he was back, but, but I mean, he was I back was, hit and miss. I thought it was sweet. I hated that the final season was so light on Ryder because he was shooting Jurassic World, I guess. But it was a good time for it to end because like we discussed, they were out of ideas completely. And I'm just glad that we got as many years with them as we did. Yes, I actually, I liked the way it ended. Like, I felt like they gave them all yeah, pretty satisfactory endings. I'm glad that she didn't give up her dreams. And I'm I glad that they all supported each other in all of those things. You know what I mean? 
Because as soon as he mentions his book didn't sell, you know his book's going to sell. And as soon as, you know, she, I, it was just the classic, you know, stuff. But I just loved it. And because uh, I do love the show. I'm sad to see it go. Yeah, after some rough, sort of rough episodes in this last half, uh, I think they did get, they did end up with a good ending. They did, mm-hmm. they did do a pretty, you know, like Ray said, satisfying they finale. Sure. They did. And I, I also thought that in general, the show was pretty good at, um, I don't know, this is a weird thing to say. Like, I know that not a lot of people were watching the show, but like, it was good. It was a good women empowering show. Like it sent a good message yeah. about Mel. It never slut shamed her, even though, you know what I mean? Like she liked to sleep around, whatever. And she, it was she the same with both of them. About it. Like she, exactly. Right. They never made it feel, it was, I never felt like Mel was embarrassed about her past. Correct. Except Which that is, maybe her daughter knew about, or like her her kids, quote unquote, knew about it. Correct. Which is why I liked like the kind of the way it ended, like that, because I liked that it continued that message. Like, no, she can do whatever the heck she wants to do, exactly. and everybody's going to support her. I mean, she also could have, if she had decided she didn't want to do it because it was too much. She also, you know what I mean? Like, it was at least that she was deciding, not because anybody exactly. else was telling her she couldn't. So I really applaud the show for sticking the landing in that sense. Like they stuck to what they started out doing with everybody in the show. And I will miss having both of them on my TV. I mean, I like all of them anyway, but I liked the chemistry between both of them. I agree. So maybe we'll get Melissa and Joey, the redux down the line. Cause they seem to like working together. This is true. And just so you know, my cousin's making music. He's got an album coming out this fall. Oh boy! I hope his hair stays a little consistent while he's oh my making God. his music. That's what I'll miss most of all—the ever-changing Joey Lawrence haircut, shave, color. If there's a music video that accompanies any of the music, then you know, different we'll haircut in in every scene of the video or each video, or then it's right along the lines of what he's always done. I still, my favorite out of all of the out of all of them in the whole series was when they ended in the hospital. And then the next episode takes place, you know, and the new season starts, the next episode takes place and it's only like the next day, but he's got a completely different haircut and beard. Oh yeah. yeah. He was no stranger to changing his whole look in five, five hours. In the, what would have been the previous day. Now people do that. People change their look, but I felt like they never touched on it, which was one of the best parts about it. (laughs) Oh, Joey, Melissa and Joey, you will be missed. And that's that with that. Baby Daddy, well, this is a very ABC Family heavy episode. Baby Daddy, season four, episode 22. It's a nice day for a Wheeler wedding. <laughs> so what did you two think on where they ended? I Actually, liked it. I liked it up until that last minute there. <laughs> yeah. And all I mean by that is like that whole cliffhanger hesitation. I mean, actually, I'll give her that he's asking awfully soon. because They haven't even tried to make it work as a couple. So right. I'll give her that she's absolutely right to be a little like, what? Um, but I'm glad they're finally going there and like getting all the shit out of there. Like, yeah, and I'm they both that... know, everybody knows, Ben supportive, sort of. Like, I like that that was handled. Yeah, I was just about to say that. Like, I, I was getting a little worried that they, because of how heavy they were going with Ben being mm-hmm. mad. Mm-hmm. But I like that he's like reluctantly supportive because I think it's, it supports everything we've seen of it so far, which they've done a pretty good job showing that he says that he loves her, but he, he doesn't ever act like the two of them act about not being together or seeing them with other people. You know what I mean? Right. Like he says that he loves her, but then he'll turn around and be going out with somebody and it's like no big deal or when she's going out with somebody. I mean, he did a little bit of that jealousy thing in this season, but um, for the most part, what we see from him is how could you say that you love her? You don't really. <laughs> right. I mean, you love her as a friend. Yes. But and I love the ongoing story that everybody's like, you're an idiot. Like she doesn't move on. Like that. Everybody around him was like, Ben, seriously, it's enough. Yes. And, and like, they all knew. I mean, he yes. was like, did everybody know? <laughs> and they're like, yep. Yes, we did. Except for you. That Emma, is that her name? She's the cutest little baby. I like Brad as a part of the group. I love Brad as a part. I think he's so funny. I think that he adds another layer that I didn't know I was missing, but I enjoy him being there. The wedding scene, the wedding dress scene, of course, they're trying to save it and they get it all saved. And then she finds a new one. It's classic. 
You had to like Reba being there. I did love, I was just going to say, I love Reba <laughs> so much. And so I was very glad that she was there because I love the show Reba. I love the person Reba. I loved Melissa Peterman on Reba with Reba. I know, I, I like just, their little. I love them. Like the implied. I mean, we know that's not, not shout outs. I don't know what it is. The Easter knowing eggs? how they, yeah, knowing, we you know what I mean? Yeah. How they have a relationship, like the two of them, not the two characters on the show. But so I like that stuff. Well, they also had it that she was mad at her and was trying to sabotage the wedding because she thought that she stole her ex. She had stole her. Not her, well, her, not her ex, but you know what I'm talking yeah. about. And I love that the whole reason was like, no, that wasn't me. That was someone else. Like it still did happen. <laughs> <laughs> but Bonnie wasn't actually involved. <laughs> I just, I really, I'm glad the show's renewed for season five. Like, I, I, will, I would miss it, if, especially if that's where it ended. But I just really love this cast. I really, really, really love them. And I think that, I hope that the finale, that, like the premiere when it comes back, isn't like setting them on course to not be together again. Like, I think they really just need to bite the bullet. I want her to say, let's not get married, but maybe let's try dating. Yeah, I'd be okay with her saying yes, but continually putting off because of whatever. But right, yeah, I don't want them to not be together. So if like that's where they're going, point, like they have to, they have to better get off the pot. It's time. Yeah. You hear that, baby daddy? <laughs> it's time. Speaking of another show, where it's time, young. I mean, it's funny. This is only season two, but Young and Hungry, season two, episode one. How baby baby how gabby got her job back uh, i like how all these shows are basically following the same template of, yeah <laughs> of the ridiculous reasons for keeping people apart and i understand josh being upset with gabby but if gabby had the feelings for josh why didn't she come back and be like i have the feelings for you still i don't understand exactly what happened i mean i do i just wish that it wasn't because we all said when it first happened that we were like oh He's going to, she's going to, something's going to happen where either he's going to meet someone new or, you know, she's going to pour her heart out on that message and he's going to listen to it. And then, you know, he's going to have a new girlfriend or something like something cliche, but I just, I don't know. I just wish they had not gone that route. I don't know what other route they really could have gone. I did like that he was still jealous of the neighbor possibly sleeping with his, with Gabby. And I am surprised how much I like this show. I think Rex Lee is terrible at acting in general. Um, but I like the cast. Otherwise, what's everybody else's thoughts? I don't watch this show. Oh, you don't? Nope. So I have no thoughts. Sorry. I thought that it worked on her reasoning for why she went. Totally. An I choose me type situation. But I thought it made no sense of why the multimillionaire couldn't have hopped on a plane. Right. (laughs) And gone and gone and saw her or something and... Or even once they have this talk and figure it out or, you know, figure out why she did that and that you still couldn't now have a relationship or try yeah. to have a relationship or, you know, try and go forward with the relationship because knowing this. Friends. Yeah. Knowing this instead of doing the, oh, we're just friends. Oh, I'm going to hire you back. Right. Oh, I'm going to crash my drone into my neighbor's living room because I'm spying on you. But I can't have a relationship with you. We're just friends. Like, come on. I realize it's season two and they have to keep this going for at least four seasons. But <laughs> Melissa well, and Joey, didn't they get together in season two? Well, it, Maybe it, it was season three. It's it's the whole, uh, I can't risk you like running off again or something. Get on a plane. If, if, I, put, if I put myself plane. out there and I'm like, can't you just, after having this conversation, wouldn't you just go, okay, we want to, you know, keep it so that you can keep going after your dreams, but that doesn't negate, yeah. like, uh, trying out some sort of relationship that uh, even, except, you know, maybe next time, you know, you have the discussion before you you run off and the other person's okay with you going. Right. Because they want you to pursue exactly. uh, your dreams. And so this whole fiasco could have been handled much better if she had told him because he would have completely understood. But I guess... For sitcom cliches, they put it. <laughs> well, that's where the, the, the contrivedness of it, it, you know, sort of gets on your nerves is that 
You're just like, uh, you can have plenty of fun with these characters and their reactions to you know, each other. Yeah. Uh, because they actually do, they're actually pretty good at sort of the over-the-top big comedy like like they are on Baby Daddy. Yeah. Uh, they're, I, think, I think they're really good. And I, I don't know, I just thought that was... Uh, I don't know. It just put it, it basically put it in the same place as, as Baby Daddy or mm-hmm. any any or any of those that they've been doing, and where it's sort of, it's sort of frustrating because while you enjoy the show and you find their interactions funny, you're also just like annoyed that they keep doing these these shows yeah. keep doing keep following these same things. Like, just stop. My message to you, sitcom cliches of the world, just stop. That's Young and Hungry. (laughs) Killjoys, or how Amory spent her weekend. Killjoys, season one, episode 10, Escape Velocity, season finale. It's so funny that I made it through. So apparently I'd only watched the first two episodes. I thought I'd watch more. So that means I had eight episodes to get caught up on. And once I started, I just, I didn't stop. I watched them all the way through. Well, not true. I watched two today, so I watched six over the weekend. And it's funny that I enjoyed it and was liking what they were doing and was liking all the relationships until I got to the season finale and I just couldn't fast forward fast enough. Like, I was so bored by half the stuff that was going on. Maybe not bored, but like, okay, how's this going to end about it all? So where at in, you got, you know, in Marathon in it, you got bored? In the finale. You, you got bored in the finale? Yeah. I actually wouldn't disagree with that i think the finale was not great considering how much i enjoyed the rest of the season i kept yeah it seemed like it built up it was building up to something and then didn't really pay it off all that well like i have no idea what a level six is i have no idea what client is i have no idea what like why did she just why did he just send her back to her to westerly like i just the motivation didn't seem right it seemed weird I don't really understand. Well, I I don't know. Well, she she he's been sort of protecting her. He wants he's let her go again because he's hoping to finally turn her into a level six. I assume. Well, isn't that what he's going to do with Davin? Because you know Davin's going to become some kind of robot or something. Yeah, he took him uh, there. They obviously they obviously take them and do something to them where they become. Well, they're clearly turning Fancy Lee into a. A level six. That's why his eyes are all black and he's all well, plugged. Just like stuff. the guy that, you know, she fought and then uh, John shot. Obviously, they have something done to them where... Superhuman capabilities where they heal quickly? Where they, yeah. Where they where, can get stabbed in the eye? Well, where they have die. abilities above what they've already gained, uh, but then also have had this extra, you know, have this extra process, but also seem a bit like... If they're told to go on on a certain thing, they they almost have like no will, right. power what other than uh, uh, than what to do. Uh, Ray, you stopped watching it around where? Like episode two, maybe three. <laughs> <laughs> and what what was it that um, about just, it that had you quit on it? Or I just was bored. I don't know if I would say that. That's probably not fair. I just couldn't get into it. Like, I didn't care about the stories. I don't know what it was exactly. I don't know if it was just because, I don't know, when when did this start again? Like, right before Comic-Con? Uh, like the end of June, I think. Yeah, like, see, I feel like it started right as I was, like, getting ready to go on vacation and stuff. So I just don't know if it was just because I had stuff going on. So I just couldn't, every time I sat down to watch it, I just wasn't into it yet. So I didn't care if that makes sense like I mm-hmm. I just couldn't get into it because my mind was elsewhere I don't know because in general it has a lot of elements that I really like but I, yeah, I know I would, <laughs> I would think that this show would be like right up your alley I know but for some reason I just every time I sat down to watch it I would you know like be like 15 20 minutes into it and I'd be like oh, I'm not even paying attention to the tv anymore so <laughs> So at that point, I was like, well, I guess I can stop watching. Yeah, that's, that's probably not a good – yeah, that's probably a sign that you're not in the right – at least you're not in the right headspace for the show at the present time. Correct. However, my sisters were liking it and it, my sisters have the same taste as I do. So that's where I went on my first part of my vacation. So it's funny to me that they were watching it and liking it. So 
I thought to myself at the time, maybe I just wasn't like, maybe it was just cause I'm like in vacation mode and getting ready to go on vacation. So I was trying to get a lot of stuff done. I don't know. It's possible that that's what it was. I don't know, but I can tell you, I just wasn't, I just wasn't pulled in by the stories. I like, so. um, I like the Johnny and Dutch relationship. I like the Davin and Dutch relationship. I like the Johnny and Davin relationship. Like I like the relationships, but I get that whole, like <laughs> the stories or like the side characters or like the missions they're going on. That wasn't necessarily drawing me in. Yeah. I, I was just getting lost in what the story was about. And all of a sudden I would, I would just realize like, uh, I have no idea what's going on in this episode. And I just don't care enough to <laughs> like, I would stop the first few I stopped and would rewatch later. But at some point I got to the point where I was like, every episode I'm doing, like every time I sit down to watch the show, I'm like getting distracted and doing other things. So I just don't have time for this. <laughs> I just don't want to bother. So, but it's been a very light summer for me. So it's possible that it's just my impersonal mind is mindset. Whatever is just not there for any of the shows that I've tried to watch where I just can't get into them mm. unless it's zoo. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, for some, well, that, for some reason, well, that explains that it. Show. <laughs> that so explains it. You're in the headspace for zoo at the present time. No wonder you, no wonder nothing else is working for hey, you. I really like zoo. So shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think the thing with Killjoy is that still even by, the finale 10 episodes in and even after having watched like the first few a couple of times because having watched the screeners mm -hmm. early on and then when it started airing I just started watching them again I still don't really have an idea of like the different areas in the quad mm -hmm. and the different you know the different factions exactly you know even after you know, 10 episodes and having watched like the first four of them or five of them a couple times, I still, I still can't quite grasp <laughs> the different uh, factions and who's, go you know, who's going up against what and, you know, what the monks and all these different, uh, you know, the corporation and, you know, who's behind what it, it, that all stuff seems a little muddied and confusing that mostly I, I watch it because I like, as you said, Amory, the relationships between the the main three yeah. are what uh, are what drive the show, uh, and then it has you know good action sequences. I like on, Potter on, too. The on doctor. top of that, I liked her. And so there's uh, you know. But yeah, for me, it's totally the characters and not necessarily the story. So if, if it's renewed, which I don't know if it will be, because I don't know how the ratings were, and it you know I just hope that season two would focus more on explaining or exploring why we're supposed to care because we like the characters but why are we supposed to root for them like what are we rooting against like i just don't understand. <laughs> yeah it was the whole thing of sooner or later you're gonna have to choose a side and you're just like but i don't understand but what i don't know what sides side are <laughs> yeah exactly so yeah so that's killjoys i'm tentatively on board for a second season i just need them to i can't i know, would be I mean, from what I understand is it did pretty well on sci-fi and also was doing pretty well on space uh, in Canada that it would, I don't know, it, seem, it would seem odd to me that it wouldn't get. <sighs> I know that that's a channel there. It just sounded weird. Wait, what? Pretty well in space. <laughs> it was the pause when he then said in Canada and I was like okay it's doing pretty that's well funny. in space <laughs> doing well in space that's right I mean it's appropriate for the show that it is yes. but anyway sorry sorry it just was yes, funny the space audience is really they're really enjoying it and as we know that's a, a you know that's a large group we're talking yeah that's one they really look to for rating <laughs> that's right Yes. Well, so it, turn, it turns out they're all illegally downloading it uh, to to yeah. be able to get it. That's the sad thing. But, but yeah, I, I don't know. It just it seems like one of those that, for whatever reason, we're all going to be waiting around forever. Yeah. Or something because of the way they do their announcements or when they decide on what I don't know. It just because of maybe because of the dual sort of production and all the different things involved. I don't know what they. Uh, it just seems to me that it did well enough based on other things in recent history that they've picked up 
that I can't imagine that they wouldn't pick this one up. So hmm. we'll see. Last show, Fear the Walking Dead, season one, episode one, pilot, series premiere, aka Ray's new favorite show. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what they could do to make it my new favorite show. If they kill every one of that last family, <laughs> every one of them, man, mow them all down. That bad, huh? So like the whole family. The entire family. So you just want them to like in I mean, I feel two- a little bad saying that about Lexa. I don't know what her name is on this show cuz why would you care what her name is on this show? <laughs> <laughs> I feel a little bad about saying it, but I don't because then she could be back on the 100 full time right. instead of being on this crap show. Cuz this show's not worth her being on. Isn't she annoying teenager number 2? Isn't that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> or, or something. She's, she's the smart but rebellious teenager. Uh, yes, that just wants to get out. Can't understand why they're giving all the attention to the druggie. <laughs> oh, okay. She's skipping classes, Amory, but she's so smart she doesn't need to go. Sorry. Of course. <laughs> yeah, because she could be teaching the classes, apparently. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, I don't even understand what was going on with that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think, uh, I don't know. I think there was some weird stuff with the show. Some of it based okay. on, some of it based on that it's a prequel that causes problems because you're so far ahead of all of these this characters. Is, this is somewhat true. I mean, I still think they went slow, but it is true that like, it took so long, even though I get that that probably is how it would happen. I think you could, you could do it differently. So that it didn't feel so long for everybody who's watching, who already knows that this is zombies walking dead. Like, For those of us watching, I'm just like, why do I have to watch this entire family go through this whole thing? And the show, at least, could have not pretended like it wasn't happening. But it felt like Mm -hmm. the show itself was trying to say, like, no, something else could be happening. I'm like, no, we know this is the prequel. So we know what's happening. You don't have to pretend with us (laughs) who's watching it that this is not zombies. Like, we get it. (laughs) I don't need to sit through the family questioning, whatever. I don't know. It's that... There's a little bit that I get of that, like the the mom, whoever she's supposed to be. Is she a guidance counselor? I don't know what she is at the school. Yeah, I think she's a counselor at the school. Okay. The mom taking away the knife from the other student at the school. Um, like there's a little bit there because you know what's happening and you know that he knows what's happening, but she doesn't. So there's a little bit of the appropriate kind of um, tension in that scene, except that it's a little tedious because I don't. I don't know this kid, so I don't care about his survival. Like, <laughs> I don't, and I don't mean not to sound that way. Just like you, like the show is expecting me to buy in on this family, especially very quickly. Like I'm having to spend a lot of time with a family that I don't know and currently don't care about. Cause they're all kind of whiny and annoying. <laughs> so... I like that. I like that you're, you're that, that the best thing they could do is for, is for this whole family to die in the next episode and, and you start following a whole new family. Yes. Well, it shouldn't have been just one family. Like once I read the description, I'm like, really? Like it couldn't have been like some disc, like different people in the city that somehow, I mean, I guess that would be too close to what the walking dead is. Yeah. Well, I think they're going to end up like they showed from the previews and stuff that, you know, they end up with another family they end up with their own family, their extended, blended family. Well, them, but they, but they also end up with the, this other family that that owns like some storefront or something that they oh. they end up with or something. And so I think it's well, based on how long it took for anything to happen in this first ninety minute episode, <laughs> that's probably going to happen in the last scene of the last of the last episode. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that they didn't it, need to do necessarily a ninety minute. They did not. Uh, opening there's there's some things they they could have cut uh, they did a lot of i mean other than the opening scene where is the only one where you really get well and the closing scene i guess but is the only one where you get really like a full or closer to a zombie you know where somebody's actually right been eating and I somebody didn't and count stuff the and the opening one because i mean we didn't see the zombie in all the promos and trailers from the opening scene, but we saw him running away. So I was like, well, I've seen half of this scene already every time I've seen a promo. (laughs) So like, I don't even know if I count this scene. I really only count that last scene. But like, other than that, you don't see there's, even if there is somebody or there might be somebody, they're in the beginning stages 
of it. You know, they're not the fully rotted out, been zombies for a while uh, that we see on The Walking Dead. Uh, so to provide some of the sort of tension and scariness, they had to resort to old school horror types things of, you know, like having the principal of the school so intently listening to something that he doesn't turn around when she comes into the door and right. they hold just enough that you're just like, okay, you know, you're supposed to think, oh, he's, he's turned or something, but you're, but you're also like, this is too early for her to come across with this. And so it's supposed to, it's a, it's something that's supposed to be sort of scary for you, but she wouldn't have any, you know, wouldn't be freaked out about it unless he actually did turn around and, and was, but you also, like I said, you know, it's too early for her to find out uh, because she's got to still be questioning uh, everything. And that was the other thing with the, well, I sort of get that the kid was, you know, going through withdrawals, uh, you know, after a day or two and, you know, he's sort of freaked out by what he saw and he's not sure whether the drugs he was taking was laced with something else and whether it was a hallucination because, you know, I, I get all that, but it also, uh, after a bit, after, you know, it still left you with the, if he just said like a couple more words or like could sort of get this thought out just like a little bit better, but you're like, okay, he's like rattled. So he can't quite uh, tell anybody what he saw. The other thing I didn't get. Is I think when... it would have supported the idea of hallucinations even more if he was <laughs> acting like it was zombies. Like they would have been like, okay, whatever. Just that something, even after he goes and looks and sees that there's like a lot of blood. And so just that there might be a little more that he believes that something weird happened there or something bad happened. I don't know. I also was like, what in the, so in the first zombies, I didn't get like, why were there no bodies left? Uh, do, did they all turn and they walked out after they were, after they died? And they I were, mean, they you were kind eaten? of assume that except that there, there's a lot of entrails on the ground. So you're just like, okay, well, or, that or one they... has come back. I guess so. Cause all it took was the brain to be still. Okay. So. Yeah, it, well, it's like, but why is nobody seeing those bodies walking around? Yeah, were they fully consumed, or, <laughs> or I was like, where did the bodies go? Because it seemed like he had uh, enough trouble trying to get into it that a zombie body would have had trouble getting out on its own. Yeah, agreed. Uh, it, so that that was weird to me. I was like, the the kid went by like four or five dead bodies. Uh, including, you know, his girlfriend or whatever that was the one that had been stabbed and was eating on the the other person. So there was, you know, there was at least a half a dozen dead bodies in there. And where did they go? <laughs> just, you know, just a few hours later, they were all they were all gone. I mean, I don't know if that if we're supposed to assume they got out and that's what's really starting the the rest of the. Like when you have the moment with the police and the, on the freeway and they can hear gunshot, you know what I mean? Like that moment, maybe we're supposed to assume that those other zombies got out and that's how it's really spreading so quickly. I don't know. I really don't know because I honestly couldn't even give that much thought to it because I was just like, <laughs> this is so, I mean, it was just too, like, I think the 90 minutes really didn't help because they really spent a lot of time on scenes where I was like, we don't, like, I don't understand what the point of this scene is. <laughs> At least, like, in the very first episode, I don't understand what, like, I don't care about this, so I don't understand why we're lingering here. I like, I mean, I guess I like that it's in L.A., so there's a little bit of the, nobody's paying attention to the number of police and things, because they're just, I guess, used to that. <laughs> However, I will say that I think one of the other fatal flaws is that nobody in the family, nobody connected to them seems to be paying attention to any kind of news or anything. Like nobody else seems to be somewhat concerned about what's happening. And I feel like you'd have at least one person who's kind of like, this This stuff is a little freaky. Somewhere in the show, you'd have that person and not like the kid whose knife you took away, like somebody a little more so that we have at least a sense that it's happening. You know what I mean? How it's happening everywhere else instead of, there's such tight focus on this family who is so wrapped up in whatever they're going through that we have no concept for how things are playing out in the rest of the city, except when it except when this family somehow interacts with what's happening in the rest of the city. 
which yeah. I think is intentional, but I think also makes me feel like I don't understand what's happening. So like, I, I'm not really into the concept of everything changing. I mean, I only know what's happening because I know that this is the prequel to Fear the Walk, <laughs> to the walking dead. So I don't know. I mean, I'm already at the point where I'm just like, how long do I care about these people? Cause at what point does it just turn into the walking dead? Right. <laughs> like how far can it go before it is the walking dead? Because it certainly seemed like, what happened in Atlanta happened quickly. <laughs> yeah, because it wasn't like Rick was, you know, woke up after months. Yeah, no. And, and, uh, in a coma or whatever. And because, you know, he would have died <laughs> if he had just been laying there with nobody feeding him uh, for months. But uh, and then he would have been the Walking Dead. But yeah, I don't know. There was there was lots of things. There was lots of things in the show that that maybe once you sort of get past the first few, you know, the no. first couple episodes that, <laughs> no, I'm talking about the, talking are you about, talking about them killing the family? Cause well, then, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm talking about the, the things of where after a couple of episodes, they'll be much closer to you in understanding. Cause they, they've already showed like the daughter learned about the headshot by watching the video online. And so once they, once they get, to, they won't be quite as far behind with what's going on, and so some of that annoyance will go away. Uh, but you'll still have. I still find it very interesting that, I mean, how many shows that are sci-fi or genre-based like this, they're a teenage character that people go, "Wow, this show would be really great if that character was just gone." And then this show went and like tripled down <laughs> on the. On the teenage characters, uh, so you're going to have one that's going through, you know, withdrawals because you know once once the full the full zombie outbreak happens, you know, it's probably going to be difficult to get your hands on drugs. Uh, then you have you would think it'd be more easy because there's going to be fewer people alive. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> who's going to be thing, making I, it? <laughs> I think you'd be a little concerned about the drugs at the moment because you like there's some heavy implication that maybe the drugs they were doing. <laughs> contributed to oh, what right. happens so. well, that, well yeah well that's what they're trying to i mean i'm not sure least, that's true but they yeah. i meant like as far as he's concerned he thinks that's possible well yeah so. he thinks he thinks that's possible or they could think that that's possible that uh that something like that is is causing it uh, but then you have the kid that's talking about all these reports from five different states that there's you know lots of deaths and things happening and they don't you know nobody knows what it is and so it's not like LA is ground zero either. It's, it's, it's already happening like all over the place. Correct. See, this is where I'm talking about. Like, I think I missed having a, another character besides that one kid who we don't really see. We see like in one scene before we see him again, I think. Right. Yeah. Well then you, yeah, you see him later on the bus after on the, the bus, half day but... where, where then she's like, uh, kind of waves at him with the kind with the kind of understanding. Uh, I, I kind of know what you're talking about now. Yeah. But besides that, you don't really see anybody else who talks about how it's happening anywhere else, which one feels a little unrealistic because are none of these people connected to the Internet that they're not somewhat hearing about it? You just you just keep hearing the principal talking about how there's less and less people at school each day. Right. But <laughs> or as they're driving the around, there's yeah, he just thinks what, what everybody's out with the flu or something or yeah. or as they're driving around, you see like missing posters or you see just. Right, but Over the, the fact course that of time, of you see less people I out. Think, I just... Yeah, but nobody seems to. Yeah, nobody that you're actually following seems to have so wrapped ha up in their have, own crap. Yeah, have done anything or is noticing any of this stuff. And I, yeah, I'll probably watch at least. I mean, because it's only five more episodes. That's it. Well, the first season's only six. Hmm. Uh, I mean, like, was it, wasn't the first season of Walking Dead only six too? Yeah, I think they they did that as as well. Possibly. I mean, this one needs to only be six yeah. or one or, or none, really. But ten million people watched it. Yeah, and every time somebody says they loved it, do you think ten million people will watch it tomorrow next week? I don't know. I saw a lot of people loving it online, so I was just like, "What are they watching that I'm not watching?" Yeah. <laughs> um, is it just the Kool Aid? Have you just bought into it? Like, but I'm also I've given up on The Walking Dead, so it's possible that I'm the exact opposite way. Like, I've just totally. I've given up on liking any of it. So I'm, <laughs> I mean, I don't feel like that's really all it is. I feel like I'm right that they spent a lot of time on a family that 
we have no investment in yet. And they expected me to like, like them and I don't. (laughs) And I feel like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like if you liked the family, you're probably good. You probably like the show, but if you didn't, you're probably like me. And you're like, um, I got to spend all my time with these people. Well, I mean, I liked, you know, the, I don't know how I feel about the, the zombies cast, coming anyway. You know, I like the main cast, but yeah, I don't know that I particularly care for the characters that they're playing. The characters that they're playing is the only thing that matters to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So well, I don't care if I like a person. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, I mean, that's the thing that sort of gets you interested in watching. You're like, well, I like these people and other things, and I've kind of liked The Walking Dead, so I'm interested to check this out and then i'm more interested in the concept of i would be interested in learning not necessarily what happened but like i'm watching the progression of what happened instead of being at the immediate awful place we are in the walking dead because you know the walking dead is just never never happy because it's always so awful um (laughs) so in some ways like this kind of setting gives you a little bit less of that a little bit more of learning to cope with what's happening and you know what i mean whatever but yeah, I'm not, maybe once we, like you said, once we get to the part where the family's kind of caught up to where we are and knowing what's going on, maybe. And maybe one of the annoying teenagers will bite it between now and then. One can only hope. Especially the, uh, his son that's with the ex-wife, like, could he have been like just <laughs> any worse, just like instantaneously? No. <laughs> I mean, I mean, and that's what I meant. Like, I <laughs> like there was a lot of time spent on make like him. I mean, the father obviously cares, but like, you're just like, um, why am I supposed to care? <laughs> Other than you're counting on me caring that the father cares, but yeah, but it, it it had those types of things that you just went really, you who filmed this and thought this was good, <laughs> uh, the, the, this or this was a good idea. This was a good direction to go. The other big thing that seems to be the uh, the controversy du jour for the show is what did you think of – well, there's bas- there's three black actors uh, in the show. What did you think of one basically disappears halfway through and the other one that they, they don't introduce until like halfway through – you know, just Turns briefly. out he's a drug dealer, and then he becomes a zomba. Yeah, he's a drug dealer that is the first, basically, first one you fully, I guess, have kind of met or whatever. But that uh, he he's like the first one killed on the show. Um, I don't I don't know if I'm allowed to. I don't know if allowed is the right word, but I'm not <laughs> if I'm like qualified to comment on race probably in this situation. Well, just like, based on that, that's been a, an ongoing thing that people have leveled at the original show what did you think of that they, oh, that's the I didn't thing realize that it was they an did. ongoing thing i mean i'll give them this there's diversity still in the show without that without you know what i mean without how they played those black characters like the the kid who disappears i mean i there it's heavily implied that something happened to him by the shot of the van but in general he doesn't seem like he's a bad kid like he seems like he's probably a good character, you know what I mean? Like he's, he seems like he's a kid who's like, no, I can't skip class. I actually have to go to class because yeah. I'm not as smart. So like, he doesn't seem like he's a bad kid. So if he turns out to be alive, then I think that there's some, you know what I mean? There's some balance there. Um, at least the drug dealer was a successful drug dealer. That, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds weird, but he's not like, like the parents go to him cause they don't know that he's that. You know what I mean? They believe that he's a good kid. So yeah. at least he's not your typical black drug dealer on a TV show, if that's mm-hmm. the right way to say it. I know. Um, I mean, I, I mean, what I'm saying is I understand what's being said there. And that's where I say I don't know that I'm qualified because if people feel that way about it, then they probably have a they probably are somewhat justified in how they feel. I, however, feel like the show has a lot of or seems to have a bit more diversity than that's giving it that con that comment in general is giving it credit for like the, the father character, yeah. the stepfather character is not a white guy. You know what I mean? Like the white people in the show are not, don't have it all together. They aren't perfect people. They're actually kind of awful, which is why I want them to die. And the, you know, <laughs> um, the principles, the principal, yeah, the, principal the principal is still around and they're going to run into, I mean, you see for, 
I've seen from previews that they run into a Hispanic family that they end up, uh, you know. Yeah, so I'm saying, like, I, I guess I would need to give it more time to see. I get where that comment is coming from, but um, I don't feel like the show is not diverse. I don't know why. Well, I, I guess uh, I guess the thing that people are talking about that it comes from is that it seems like on the original show that every time they've introduced a new black character that they had to kill off the previous one that they had. Uh, so there's only ever one for the most part on the show at any given time. And so they're, they're equating that with this, where the only people that disappear <laughs> or, uh, on the show were, were black Which characters. Is, and it's a fair point. Like if it's a complaint about the other show and then this show goes and does it immediately, it is a fair, obviously point. So I mean, I don't tend to look at things that way, but, you know, I'm a white girl, so yeah. <laughs> I don't – I think that's why I don't look at them that way, and that's all I mean by I don't feel necessarily qualified because I don't – Yeah. I don't experience the same racism, so. Yeah, to me as a white guy, mostly I didn't think anything of it really in that vein because he was barely introduced for like two seconds in the middle of the episode, and then he shows up at the end – and so I didn't even really think of him as it was a side character. It wasn't like somebody that was. I know, but see, then the argument can be made. Why did he have to be black to do that to him? Like, if that's what he was, <laughs> he could have been, you know what I mean? He could have been another white kid who grew up in this, whatever. Like, he didn't have to be a black kid. Now, that's true. I mean, this is all based on not knowing what else happens. Like, maybe he has family. Like, I wondered if that other kid was somehow related to him, actually since they seemed close, just like he seemed, you know what I mean? Like, I wondered if that kid was going to turn out to his, be his brother or something. And that was why the entire family was close. But I haven't seen, like, I don't know what comes next and I don't care what comes next. <laughs> <laughs> so I probably won't know this. So, but I'm saying like, it, it seems like it's too early, but I get the comment at least so far to say it was a problem in the other show and moments where you have an opportunity to make a different decision, you do the same thing over again. So it does feel like you're either in intentionally or willfully ignoring the complaints <laughs> about the other show, or you don't believe you're doing anything wrong, even though people clearly are pointing out that there's something wrong. Like, you know what I mean? Maybe you should consider yeah. that something's wrong. So I get where they're coming from. I just, I didn't personally note it. Maybe because I was too wrapped up in how awful the show was <laughs> by, in general, the, by the time it happened, you were pretty much done with it anyways. Like, I didn't even give it that much consideration because I literally was watching it thinking, why am I watching this? So, <laughs> There's been anyway. so much time on a show that... that, that I know it's easier for, it's easier for me to talk. That Ray's not going to watch any more of. That <laughs> <laughs> is The Walking Dead. Fear the Walking Dead, I mean. Fear, fear the Walking Dead. Yes, we know Ray's out, so don't expect to hear more from her about it. It's true. So that I don't was even know why I watched that one. Run it together. Leaving it on the line. Reality. I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna change that up and make it about running away from zombies. Anyway, go ahead. I had didn't think fast enough for that. Um, reality check. The people in America's Next Top Model are legitimately crazy. Like, I think they're certifiable. I'm very glad that the one I hated the most, Bryant, was kicked off because he was just so full of himself and so cocky. I wanted to punch him through the screen. <laughs> Beja was nuts. Devin is crazy. Mikey with the crying and the picking on... They're all nuts. They're all insane. And it never fails to, like, just blow my mind that these people... See Tyra every episode, okay? She's not gone for, like, five episodes at a time. Yet every time she shows up, they scream bloody murder because, oh, my God, Tyra, the host of the show, the creator of the show, the person you expect to be on the show more than anybody is on the show. It never fails to amaze me that the reactions are as insane as they are. But I keep watching, and I love the show and makeovers are this week, and I can't wait to see the breakdowns that we're going to get over someone wanting to change their hair. So that's America's Next Top Model. Uh, the Great American Food Truck Race, is that what it's called? I think so. Feels like that's too long a title. It could be. It, they might have shortened it to just the Great Food Truck Race or something like that. American was ever in the title. But at any rate, 
Tyler's gotten better as a host as the seasons have gone on. It's nice to see um, professional people back just because <clears throat> there's only so many times I can watch like people who don't know how to use a food truck yet or like like it's nice to see people who have an established food truck that are going to be able to use that to kind of propel them in the in the challenges. So I like the teams. I didn't care for Deso's team. I really liked postcards. I really liked the girls from Phenomenal uh, Dumplings, even though their truck, they spent the majority of the first episode being towed by a tow truck <laughs> because their truck died. I'm just really into it. I just love a quick little, I like these little food network shows. There's no real investment for me because I'm not going to go ever eat at these food trucks, I would imagine. But if I do, I'll know which are good. And the Waffle Love Boys from Utah are the cutest things ever. Well, it is the great food truck race. I don't know why I added American in there. I, don't know. I guess. Who knows? <laughs> well, there's got to be – there's some – I'm sure there's some reality show that's the great American something, and I've just conflated the two. Yes. Uh, At any rate. But on the note of food trucks, I was super disappointed the other day. I'm going off on an aside. Uh, I'm, okay. I'm pulling an Amory. I was driving home from uh, going to the eye doctor, uh, and I'd stopped at Eaton. And then I was coming through, and I drove by uh, the spot in a, the town right next to the town I live in that had, like, 20 food trucks all set up in a parking lot. And there was some sort of food truck festival going on, and I was super disappointed that I That's when you don't care if you've eaten already. You know. <laughs> that, 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 that I didn't have time to stop. It was so disappointing. I don't know. Did, <laughs> I don't think I did as well as Amory does. On a tangent? No, I'd still be talking about it. Um, also, uh, yours is not truly, like, hers would truly be, compl- you'd be like, where, where did, did this get that idea? Is at least <laughs> there was, related to food at trucks, least it was that? related to food trucks? Is that where? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Speaking of eye doctors, had to wear contacts. I'll, I'll work on it. For five days. I could barely see anything. I couldn't wear sunglasses, and it was so bright here. It's hell on earth. But I'm wearing my contacts now, so it's okay. Project Runway. The same things I said about America's Next Top Model, with exception to them screaming about Heidi, because they don't scream when she comes out on the runway. They're all legitimately crazy. Like, straight up, lock them up, throw away the key. I like some of the designers. I don't know any of their names yet, um, but we'll see what happens by the third episode if I actually... Um, the show still know. exists. Oh, yeah, since season 14. Yes. And they still get huge prizes. They're going to get all kinds of cash. They're going to get all kinds of makeup and a car and a... Brother sewing room, so much crazy stuff. So that's that. Just wanted to say I'm watching it. I don't hate anybody. Well, actually, the one I didn't like, Han Miao, she's the one who went home. So, so far, Did I don't... Did you say Han Miao? Yeah. Okay. It wasn't like Miao okay. like a cat. It was M-I-A-O. Han Miao. Okay. Um, I was like... <laughs> I was taking it like she spelled it like a cat, so I'm glad you corrected. Yes. <laughs> So, and then my last reality show is So You Think You Can Dance, which I still hate the stage versus street thing. I've never been a fan of Travis Wall. So him getting to choreograph his dancers all the time feels nepotistic. I don't really know how to phrase that. But I do like Farsight and Phoenix. I'm glad they're choreographing, choreographing, choreographing. I think Derek should be gone, and I think it's unfair that he was injured and still got voted through because he's not doing great at the dancing, and you need to be a good dancer. Well, that's not true. I mean, people have won for what? But just so you think he dance, I'm hoping this is the final season because I'm getting over you. Over. I'm so over. So that's reality. Sidebar. Nice. Here's an update for you. The towel is not wet at all, so perhaps I fixed it. And now nice. I just realized that nobody else was <laughs> on this podcast was present for this conversation. So they're like, what? All right. Sorry. My air conditioner was broken. Yeah. I fixed it. That's a true Emory introduction. Yeah. I'm related to anything we've been talking about. If you, yes. If you had been around, if we had actually recorded the pre-show, you would know what Ray is talking about. Sorry. You know, some of you would be offended by what I say. But but basically, um, it just be proud that. Ray fixed her own air conditioner and is no longer in a puddle of water and has AC again. Yes, yeah, so she's it, in her house in 88 degrees. And so dealing, no longer dealing with the potential heat stroke. Yes, or an ongoing heat stroke because she has some of it. 
Exactly. I don't have one because I exerted all my energy last week having one. Also, my house is 82 now, so. All right, sorry. My house is 66. Oh, my God. That sounds like the Arctic to me. I would be sitting here in, like, 17 sweatshirts. I would be. All right, sorry. TV recommendation. So, like, Joey when he was wearing all of Chandler's clothes? Yes. Yes. Exactly. TV recommendation. Okay, my recommendation (laughs) is (laughs) I took a, a, a look ahead at what DVDs and stuff like that are coming out to see to prompt me on. Did you say coming out to see? Coming out on DVD. I thought I said Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Now Failing. I really want to. Now I want to. I don't know. I, you were saying that I looked at the look at DVDs or whatever. Where I looked, like what was coming I looked out at to TV see. DVD like, to see. What okay. was coming out on DVD? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Say that three times fast. Yes. Uh, that's my Dr. Seuss. My recommendation in, written as Dr. Seuss. Uh, no, but to, to see what stuff was coming up to try and prompt uh, an idea for something to recommend. And with that, uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine uh, Season 2 comes out on DVD on Tuesday, September 8th. It's already available on some of the... St- like iTunes and stuff like that uh, already. But... I, thought, I thought you were going to say illegally. I was like, hey, <laughs> no. come on now. No, on, you know, on uh, you know, Amazon Instant Video or iTunes, you can, I, I believe you can get it already, but it'll be out on DVD. Uh, but that's, uh, that's my recommendation. If you haven't watched either the first or second season, Brooklyn Nine-Nine is one of my favorite comedies right now. And I think it's worth uh, checking out if you haven't. It's worth buying even if you have. Support yeah. these people. Oh, so yeah. good. My recommendation, if that's what we're calling this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm still recommending it because I do think it's it's chuckle worthy. If you have the Twin Peaks DVDs or you I don't know if they're available is that streaming anywhere? I don't know if it is. If it's available streaming. It's interesting to watch the second half of the second season of Twin Peaks. And realize just how awful and off the rails it went. <laughs> a friend and I are rewatching the season, season, series. And we've gotten to the second half of the second season. And I mean, literally every episode, we're just like, uh, what is happening, right? <laughs> Why is this plot here? Why are these actors are awful? Like they come on the screen and you're just like, they're so bad. And I don't remember the one, I mean, the one kid was bad in the first season, but you weren't exposed to him as much. So... Maybe that's why you didn't notice it as much. But so anyway, so my recommendation nearly is if you want a good chuckle, (laughs) you can watch the second half of the second season of Twin Peaks. I mean, you should watch the first season. Even that, like when you rewatch it, you're like, so I forgot how some of the things are really weird. Yep. (laughs) They really are. Really weird. Like they're almost a little too weird for me now in retrospect. (laughs) Uh, I'm not sure how I'm going to feel about when the new when the new season comes out. Also, did you know there's a Twin Fest Twin Peaks festival? Um, some of the not. people have been going for years, so I'm not sure. And it's like gotten down to a I mean not small, it's still 200, but it's small enough that some most of the people have been going for so long that both Greg and I were like, yeah, I don't know if we could ever even like even if we were thinking of going, I'm not sure we could go cuz it's a little too it's a too, little too niche for me. <laughs> I'm not sure I could do it. <laughs> anyway, it's but on the extras on the DVD. So that's TV recommendations for y'alls. Uh, you can find links to our recommendations and the news stories we talked about in the show notes at tvtimes3.com slash 287. On the next episode, Jason will be joined by Anthony Acasio, formerly of Screen Rant, and Ivy West of the Blockbuster Podcast for our Fox Fall Preview 2015. And the next time the three of us are all back together, we'll do our seventh anniversary podcast. So your mission, people listening, is to send in feedback or memories or questions, etc., for us to address on our seventh anniversary podcast. Yeah, if you have any, if you have any questions or. If you'd like to congratulate us on actually still doing this after seven years. Right. If you'd like to ask us why we're still doing this after seven years. Right. But, I'd know, like to ask us that. <laughs> right in with, you know, write in with your, your feedback uh, to feedback at tvtimes3.com. 
out. Yeah, or you can go to tvtimes3.com and click on the leave a voicemail uh, button on the right-hand side of the screen, and we'll actually play uh, your feedback on the episode. But if you do, the one thing I'd be interested we, in knowing... Can we go back and count how many times people have actually done that when we tell them? <laughs> yeah. In the, how long has it been? Seven years that we've been doing this? We usually get some. When we actually ask, we usually get some. All right, some. I'll give you that. We don't normally ask. Uh, so, uh, you know, and this is a special occasion. It'll be... It's not just the seven-year anniversary. Oh, we the... only want to hear from them occasionally. No. For this special occasion. No, I'm just teasing. <laughs> No, I'm saying they can take. They might want to take a little time out of their busy schedule for this special occasion. Voicemail. I can't wait to hear what you say. That when this, when the episode, you leave releases, us long enough voicemails, it can just all be you guys yes, talking. That's right. <laughs> we will be talking about NBC that week, so you know there might. So not we won't be, have much to say. <laughs> might not be a whole lot to say, you know. Uh, but well, I won't have anything to say because I haven't seen any of that stuff. <laughs> but no, the the thing I'm it, I'd be interested in is is let us know how long. You've been, You've listening. been listening. Follow up. Let us know why. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, my dog is biting me, so it's time for her to go outside. So she... <laughs> um, this sounds like an episode of Rizzoli and Isles. Oh, freaking that, oh, that show. I'm so mad about who they killed. Anyway, I have to go put her outside before she bites something. Um, <laughs> like you? <laughs> yes. Too late. On, on that note... On that note, I need to go eat so I can go pick my mom up at the airport anyway. All right. Who's going, who are you picking up at the airport? My mother. Oh. She was in Boston. She's oh, was she at Walker Stalker? <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't think she was at Walker Stalker. She's a hardcore Walking Dead fan. She went she is, to Boston. She's going to yell at me after my Fear the Walking Dead review here. <laughs> no, just kidding. Oh, my God. All right. All folks. right. Bye. 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 Bye.